Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. How about some Jacob Warren on the Vol Report brought to you by Vassy Lawn and Garden. Vassy Lawn and Garden has all the yard equipment that you need. Vassy Lawn and Garden, go to Vassy.com. Jacob, how are you, sir? I'm great. <clears throat> what do you think of my new glasses? Uh, <laughs> let me get a little closer. I like those. Are those the right? Gold, gold, gold accents on the side. Oh, oh! Are those from our friends uh, there at Carnes Vision Center? They sure are. They oh, sure are. so Shane Preston <laughs> gave you those. So Shane Preston. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. Great family. Yeah, uh, yeah, we Jacob and I have some mutual friends, so we'll give them a shout out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of things I want to get to, um, but after Tennessee's uh, loss uh, over the weekend in baseball, Jacob is. Uh, friends with Ben Joyce. He was nice enough to help me get Ben on my daily show last week, which is super cool. And um, the good news is uh, Jacob, a tree uh, fell on my power line right after we had Jacob on, um, after we had been on. So we had been on and then I lost power and Wi-Fi. So I got to work the rest of the day from the gym, but we got the full interview in. So that's really the most important thing. But that's good news that you lost power and the tree fell. <laughs> Brother, Relatively speaking. When you're, yeah, when you're launching something like this, that's a pretty good day. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I was like, went to the gym, worked out twice, took a break, blew off some steam. Like, yeah, so we're all good. Um, I, I, but I, want, I do want to get to uh, Tennessee baseball and um, your friends, Ben Joyce. And, but that was just heartbreaking. You know, I mean, it's one of those groups that if you're from Tennessee, if you're around Tennessee, you love them. And I understand the rest of the nation probably hates them. But yeah, I get it. <clears throat> and that just, that stunk. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's that's all you can say is you want to see that team go and do it all just because nobody's seen a team like that ever, right? That's been, we obviously have one of the best, seasons and a lot of the guys had some of the best careers and um, you got guys that are setting records and uh, player of the year, uh, pitcher of the year, freshman of the year, just all over the place and just such an exciting team to watch. And it it thinks that like, we're no longer going to get to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, and there's no telling what next year's team's going to be. It could be better. It could be worse, whatever. But um, it stinks that, you know, they made a good run. Obviously they ended up getting a super regional and hosted it and everything. And and, I went to game three, but, 
it is unfortunate to see to see it happen for sure. Athlete to athlete, do you reach <laughs> out to somebody you might know on another team like Ben or somebody and say, hey, man, fill them for you? Or do you just kind of let everybody be and stay away? Yeah, after a while, maybe. But <clears throat> I'm, I guess I wouldn't necessarily want people, at least not like my close friends and stuff or people that I know from other sports being like, like right after the game, text me like, oh, man, I'm sorry to see that, whatever, just because, like I said, you never know how they were feeling about it. Um, but I'm sure the next time I see them in person, I'll definitely say like I'd probably focus less on the fact that they lost, but just more on, you know, they had a great season and, and it was fun to just watch them do, do what they did. Yeah, he um, he was really good, and um, you know that that whole team I think has been I think not you necessarily, but I think a lot of football players show up on campus and expect to be superstars. I think right. those guys were stunned that they turned into superstars. Yeah, I think they just everyone was somewhat surprised at how just how much it blew up, and I mean obviously it's 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 warranted, it's it's earned because they did all the crazy stuff that they did on the field. So um, I think just where where that hasn't been a super big popularity thing recently, it, it, it's really turned into it. So it's been cool. I'm sure they've been, they were surprised by it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been really neat um, to watch as, as far as the chemistry from afar, they seem to have a, a really special group. How much does chemistry change year to year? Um, I've, I've, I've seen at times it changed pretty dramatically, but sometimes not. Yeah, it's um, when I think of chemistry, I think of just kind of like culture too, right? Like this is just how this is just how you work together, how you you know overcome adversity. And I think the right way to do it is just to establish what that's going to be in the beginning. You know, when the program starts, you establish it, and then it shouldn't change much because all the people that are within the program hold everyone else to that standard, to that that chemistry, to that um culture i guess that you've already built so it's not necessarily as much as it changing with the people as much as the people changing to fit the the culture if that makes sense that's how i view it no i, I completely see what you're saying um i want to i want to ask you about one of your toughest losses as a football player this is brought to you by bassy lawn and garden bassy lawn and garden in cleveland tennessee six days a week year round and they are incredible state-of-the-art service facilities They've got parts and uh, service that you just can't beat. Toro, count on it. 0% APR for up to 48 months, 3.99% financing for 60 months. 60 months, that's Bassey Lawn and Garden. They're awesome. Mowers, etchers, trimmers, doesn't matter. So, um, Jacob, let me ask you. Um, that was an incredibly tough loss for Tennessee on Sunday. As you go back over your career, is there a loss that stands out that is the still kind of grates at you a little bit? Yeah. Um, I still think that Ole Miss game, you think back to last year with Ole Miss, you think back to last year, um, like Pitt was a tough one just because that's a game that, you know, we should go out there. We should have won the game. We could have won the game. I think that's the biggest thing is <clears throat> there's one thing when you lose a game, right? And, there wasn't much you could have done at the end to win it. It's not like you could have, you know what I mean, done something better, done something different. But, you know, those those were two games where I felt like it kind of came down to just us executing at a high level when it counted. And um, 
that's what really stings, I think, for me, just as a player, is knowing that the plays were out there to make and then um, just not being able to capitalize, not being able to make the plays is tough. Cooper said the Purdue game because he saw the replay of that controversial play at the end, and he, he said he just looked at the replay once, and then it was like, oh, we won, and it was kind of yeah. borderline celebrating. Um, right. Do you, do you recall that moment? Yeah, I mean, I was I was, I was saying the same boat. Um, <clears throat> that game was weird for me just because I wasn't really involved in the game. I ended up, you know, kind of getting banged up early in the game, and so uh, was in the locker room for a, a decent bit of time and was in the tent for a decent bit of the time and just wasn't necessarily playing and wasn't involved in it. But I think just the fact that with that game is that, you know, it's it, obviously it was, what, 40-something to 40-something we go into overtime. And, and just seeing how it could be so clear to, you know, to everyone or to us and we're like, oh, wow, like, good job. Like, good job, guys. We, we did it, whatever. We punched it in. And then not not, not like – that the refs, the refs are what they are, but just to have that feeling, I guess, like taken away and just being different. It just the roller coaster of emotions that that game was was just super, super uh, taxing. And that's, I guess, what I think. I agree with him and being that that was what you consider like a really tough loss for us as a program. What's the toughest way to lose a game? Either you didn't play your best, you absolutely got hammered, or a bad call. How would you rank the three? Uh, the least tough is probably, Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> They're all bad. They're all bad. They're all bad. No one likes losing. Um, like picking your favorite ex-girlfriend. Right. And so I think, I think the worst feeling in your heart is, is when it's like something that almost like a bad call, right? Kind of like that, where you did everything you could. And then it just doesn't fall in your in your favor for one particular reason or or the next, and you're just sitting there like, like we literally did everything that we could have. You know what I mean? Not not actually. You could have the game could have not even been there if whatever early in the game you done this done that. But um, that's the toughest for me, just because it's like, man, like we we did it. Like we we all thought we had it. Like and then nope, sorry, didn't happen. We saw it this way. This is what happened. Um, that that's really tough, but. Um, I don't know. I think whenever you just get blown out in a game and they just get beat, I think that there's a lot to learn from that. Um, you can go back, you can see what you did wrong and you can just be like, wow, they just beat us. Like they were just a better team on that day. And that's somewhat easy to, uh, not easy to swallow, but that's easier to kind of, um, take in as, as a competitor and as a, as a football player, just because you're used to that, right? You're used to going back to the chalkboard, figuring out what you did wrong, trying to be better next week. But whenever you do everything you can and then, like it's just taken away from you. you're like okay well what what could we have done better and if the answer is nothing then that's where you're kind of like that's where it hurts because you're like, all right well I couldn't have done anything more but I don't know they all stink yeah I mean they're all bad I mean I don't want to belabor the the Purdue game but it does I, I got into a bit of a debate with uh, a talk show host in Knoxville and <clears throat> the debate was are you better off for the next season, losing because it motivates you and you fight hard, losing, say, a bowl game, a meaningless – I don't want to say meaningless. Lo- losing a bowl game, are you better off because mm-hmm. you get motivated throughout the offseason or are you better off winning because you're sky high? 
or does it just not even matter at all? You want to win the game. <laughs> you want to win the right. game. I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't think losing the game would necessarily. Obviously, like that's been something we've talked about. You know, whenever we're say we're talking about our goal line offense in a meeting, and it's like, hey guys, like let's let's really lock in here so that we never something never happens to us again, like what happened last year. You know, in the okay. bowl game. You know what I mean? It's stuff like that. Whereas, <clears throat> like I would much rather have had the win and use the win as kind of like, all right, let's have motivation to get back to that point. Let's go win another one. Let's go win another one. Let's go do this. And that's kind of how I think versus, you know, oh, like we lost this game. So now I'm going to use that in the back of my head to like go harder. Like I get that. And that, I, I think that's another way too, but that's just not in my head. I'd rather be like, wow, we know what it takes to go do it. Now let's go do it again and do it again. Does that make sense? So really it's, it really doesn't matter. Is it, and I, I asked the question yeah. extremely poorly, but the question was, are you, are you more affected um, by a win or a loss at the last game of the season heading into the next season? So it sounds like what you're saying is it really doesn't matter. It's how you handle it. Yeah. That's how you handle it. I mean, there's, there's going to be that like sour feeling in your, in your mouth for the longest time after the game, because you still have to get over that loss. You still have to, think about what you could have done differently whenever you're sitting there, whatever. But I mean, as far as right now, <clears throat> I don't remember the last time I thought about the bowl game. That's in the past. I think that we, we've done a good job about but last season in the past, there's going to be people that say, you know, Oh, wow. They, like they're going to be so good this year. Like don't worry, don't listen to anything outside, whether it's negative, whether it's positive, just go to work and just try to get back and, and uh, be at our best come the season. So I think that that's kind of where I'm at right now and where a lot of the guys on the team are at. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, yeah good stuff. So uh, I was I was talking to Cooper about this Elijah Simmons guy, and uh, apparently he's pretty yeah. strong. He is. He definitely <laughs> is. Good gracious. Blows my Cooper, mind every single time. Yeah, Coop told me that he is um, – he he decided one time to do 405 30 times in a squat. Um, and he saw it with his own eyes. Are you willing to verify that or vouch for that? I can't verify it, but I don't doubt it one bit. Like at all. I don't I don't doubt it at all. I wasn't there when it happened, but if someone told me it happened, I would believe it. Goodness gracious. I don't, if you did that one rep max calculator, what would that turn out to be? It'd be like two twenty five hundred pounds. Yeah, <laughs> just... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the kid's a freak, and he, he he's done a good job recently of like kind of trimming down, and he looks a lot better now. You know, what I mean, he was real big coming in. He looks so much more fit and athletic, but he's still, oh my gosh, he's still so strong. So I'm excited for him. Let me let me ask you um, about this. In, on the current team, who's the strongest small guy? And by small, I mean skill position players, smaller than tight end. I, I consider you 
a skill position player, but smaller than tight end. Yeah. Um, receivers, Jimmy, receivers, defensive yeah, backs, yeah. all those guys. I got you. Jimmy Holiday, so offense works out together generally. Jimmy Holiday, pound for pound, is is one of the strongest people that I think I've ever seen. Just the way he moves the weight so with so much like ease, it seems like he's got these big old like legs and his calves are real big and he just puts the back, puts the weight on his back and just down and up, down and up, and it looks the same every single time, regardless how much weight's on there. So I think him, he, he's extremely he's extremely talented. But Alante Taylor was that way too. He was real skinny, you know, wasn't a very huge guy, but he was real cut, real built. And he could just lift so much weight. <laughs> and he knew it, too. He's like, these legs are skinny, but, man, they can lift. They can push. I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. So, I don't know. That might be why he runs 4-3 and, and no one else does. So, Yeah, that's um, – yeah, Avante Taylor, I think, uh, has has a bright future in the NFL. I think he'll he'll be just fine. So, yeah, uh, I was talking to Cooper recently about this, too. And, uh, you know, he, he grew up in a football family. Um, and he's obviously his brother plays and he said he doesn't watch a lot of football outside of film because he's watching film all the time. I hear I've heard that from a lot of players, but I think some fans are a little surprised by that. How, how much do you watch? Do you consume as just a consumer? Uh, yeah, not much unless it's a Saturday and we've either already played a game or waiting to play a game and, there's other games on the TV before, you know, when we're in the hotel waiting and if there's a Thursday night game, I watch it. Just stuff like, I don't know. I'm like he said, I'm not the biggest just sit down and, and watch the game. And I appreciate the game, but I think you watch it a little bit differently whenever, you know, you've watched it behind the scenes and you understand, like, I'm not sitting there just purely enjoying the game. I'm sitting there watching the tight end, like watching the offensive line. Oh, what scheme do they just run? And then I'm like, okay, I'm not even enjoying the game anymore. Like I'm just, I'm just analyzing it. Like I'm watching film. So um, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch too much. And unless it's just somebody I know or just the game is on and it's convenient. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, Jake, uh, certainly appreciate the time. We will uh, visit with you. Uh, next week. Until then, uh, though, I want to see 405 on that squat rack 30 times. Do you think you can pull that for me? Up and down, up, down, up, down. <laughs> I got it's it. Just the, it's two simple motions. It's easy, oh, man. Yeah, right. That's all it is. That's all it is. Good stuff. He's Jake Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a production of Off the Hook Sports. Go to offthehooksports.com. Subscribe on YouTube to see Videos of Jacob and uh, Cooper and Josh Ward, John Adams, a whole nine yards. We're everywhere. Uh, we'd love for you to go to the site for free, offthooksports.com. The subscription is free as well. Also, Spotify, we've got Apple, everything, wherever you get your podcast, we're there. So check it out. Uh, again, for Jacob, I'm Dave, Off the Hook Sports. <laughs>